Good morning, really good to be with you again. This morning I'm talking about hope. One of the things we need in life for a happy and successful life is to have hope. And in the turbulent and uncertain times that we're moving through at the moment, people can lose hope through losing their job, through people dying. I think probably the worst thing is the fear and uncertainty of not knowing if they'll have a future, if they'll be able to realise their hopes and dreams that they have. But one of the greatest benefits to being a Christian is that Christianity brings to us an unshakable hope. And that's my subject this morning. I want to look at what Christian hope is, how does it help us and the two outworkings of hope in life. First of all, what is Christian hope? It's this. Hope in the Bible means to be sure and certain about future goodness coming to you from God. Do you know, every time you read your Bible, your Bible misleads you regarding hope. Actually, it's not your Bible. It's the lack of lexical range of the English language with regard to hope, because it doesn't take in the full meaning that the Bible writers meant, because the word's just not big enough, our word hope. See, when we talk about hope in English, it carries with it the sense of uncertainty, whereas the biblical meaning is rock-solid certainty. For example, we might say, well, we're going on a picnic tomorrow and we hope it won't rain. So what you're saying is, I'm not certain that it won't rain, it may well rain. So hope equals, in English, uncertainty. But hope in the Bible is a very certain thing. And uh, the Greek word for hope is elpis, which means strong expectation. The Hebrew word is tikva, which means a strong rope. We have a precise definition in Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 19, which says this, we have a hope which is steadfast and certain. So biblical hope means being sure and certain of future goodness coming to us from God. I just wonder about you, do you have this? This is one of the great benefits of being a Christian, but if you don't have this, you can do. And I'd love you to find this life that there is in Jesus Christ. Second thing is, how does hope work? Hope seriously, is, as I've mentioned, affects how we live and the quality of our lives now. Let me give you an example. Two people are given an identical job to do each. And what they're doing is packing pegs in packets that will then be sold in supermarkets. That's all they're doing. They do it eight hours a day, five days a week for a year. The jobs are identical. The only difference is what they get for each one. So the first person will get £10,000 for packing pegs in packets for a year. The second person is going to get £10 million for doing the same job. Well, not long into the job, the two people bump into each other in the canteen over a coffee. And the first person says to the second, oh, I am just so fed up and tired of this job already. I really wish I'd not taken it on. In fact, I'm thinking of jacking it in. How do you find it? And the second person says, oh, well, actually... It's not that bad, really. I've got into a bit of a routine. I, I, I'm a bit like on autopilot. I just spend my time 
thinking about things. Well, it's the same job, but it's not the same job in reality, is it? Because how you do your job, how you view it, how you live your life, in fact, depends on what you believe your future is. There are identical circumstances, but being viewed in completely different ways by these two people because they had two different futures that they were looking forward to. So what do you think about your future? Are you full of hope? Is your life affected now in a good way? Does it bring you a sense of peace and purpose and joy because of the good things that lie ahead for you or not? I want to talk about the two kinds of hope that the Bible mentions. The first one is its short term, hope for the here and now. I want to use the illustration of a rope, tikvah. Um, a rope will guide you and God guides us. You may need guidance now in your life, do you? Well, God wants to come alongside you and be your guide and help you into employment, help you in your life, in relationships. The second thing about a rope is it helps us to climb over obstacles, climb a mountain and over a mountain. And in life, we come across problems and God helps us find solutions to the problems that we face in life. Hope is like a rope and it helps us get over things. And God wants to help you in your life get through an impasse in your life or difficulties that you're facing now. Well, this is what hope does. It's the sure and certain expectation of God coming and helping you to overcome in difficulties in your life and he guides us. The second aspect to hope is our ultimate hope, hope, our long-term hope. And there are two things about this. The first thing is, I need you to know that if you're a Christian, you will never die. Jesus said in John chapter 11, verse 25, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. He or she who believes in me will live even though they die. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. The other thing is that we receive an inheritance from God. And this inheritance is both physical and it is personal. First of all, it's physical. 1 Peter 1 verses 3 to 4. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil or fade. What is an inheritance? Well, it's the bulk of someone's net worth, isn't it, coming to you? And you know what? In a sense, our inheritance that we received in our life after life is all that God is and all that God has. In Romans 8 and verse 17, Paul says this, if we are children of God, which you are as a Christian, then we are heirs, heirs of God and co-heirs with Jesus Christ. So Jesus, as the firstborn son, gets the total inheritance. That was the biblical norm of the firstborn son to get everything. But the wonderful thing is he shares it with the likes of you and me. Ordinary people who trust in the Lord in our lives. He shares his total inheritance from the Father with us. 
How rich, how rich, how well off are you? <laughs> Am I? If you're a Christian today, what does that feel like? A lot of speculation about what the future life with God will be, our ultimate destination, if you like. But I think one thing is for sure, it means the complete satisfying of the deepest longings of our souls, of our being. I mean, if you think you're having a great time in this life now, with the great things that God has provided for us, got loads of money, got lovely relationships, you're just on top of the world. Everything is just wonderful. The Bible says that's just a shadow, really, of the full reality of the glory and the blessing that we will come into ultimately. So where are you in this? Are you sure and certain of future good coming to you, both in the short term and in the long term? But you know, there's a personal aspect to um, the inheritance that we have. And Paul specifically asks the Ephesians, he prays for them that they would get this. And, and that thing that they, he wants them to get is that we ourselves are God's inheritance. We're his treasure. I pray that the eyes of your heart may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his, that's God's, glorious inheritance in his holy people. We are God's glorious inheritance. Why is this helpful? Well, don't you think it's so upbuilding to know what God thinks of you and me? You see, he doesn't see you as a dirty, filthy, failed sinner. That's our past life. We've been freed. We've been saved. We've been cleansed by the blood of Jesus Christ shed for us on the cross. We're new people. We're people of the inheritance. We are, in fact, God's inheritance. We're his glorious inheritance. Someone put it this way, when the God of the universe looks at you, he feels rich. And you may be familiar with the parable of the pearl of great price in the gospel stories. And do you know what? The amazing thing is we are the pearl or pearls of great price. His people, the proof of how much he values us is this. He sent his son to die an agonising death on the cross to get us back to himself. Have you come back to him? Do you know the Lord in a personal way? Does he fill your life with his peace and with his presence? He wants to know you. Do you want to know him? You can do. Drop me a line at the centre and I'll explain more. Do you realise, though, how valuable you are? Romans 8 and verse 32, Paul writes this, If God did not spare his own son, will he not, along with him, also give us all things? What a wonderful future we have. God promises our sure and certain future of good coming to you. So in con conclusion, we have a hope which is rock solid and certain. We've got a wonderful future coming our way. And nothing can prevent that, only ourselves, if we turn away from it. The result on our lives today and now is joy and peace. In the meantime, God promises to be like a rope to us, guiding us, helping us over obstacles. He says he'll never let us go. Let me conclude by reading Romans 15, 13, and then I'll pray. 
May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that you may overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. Heavenly Father, I want to thank you that we have a hope which is steadfast and certain. Thank you for the eternal life we have through your Son, Jesus Christ, and for the, the amazing inheritance that lies ahead. Help me to, today to live in the light of my ultimate future. Thank you that in this life also you are helping me every day, guiding me, leading me, helping me overcome as I trust in you. We give you all the praise and all the thanks. Amen.